0: So, please join me on this journey of learning, self growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top Podcast. This is episode 186 for the 26th of ER and a leap year. So, a while back, maybe a few months ago, I went to see the light show at the Botanical Gardens. And if those of you who haven't seen it yet and you live here in Brooklyn, I highly recommend. Going to see it. I think they do it every year. And I really didn't know what to expect, and I was not disappointed. It was really, really great. Lots of amazing colors, really amazing illusions with the water and with the trees and all kinds of different things. It, w- it was truly spectacular. And in preparation for today's episode and studying the Tanya for today, it brought this light show to mind because what we're going to be talking about today is all about light and all about the idea of light and. How on the one hand, light is, there's something very simple and something very singular about light. Light doesn't change at all, but yet the manifestation of that light can be so diverse and so different in so many, and manifest in so many different ways. So going back to the light show, like that's the thing that's really incredible about it all is like the movement, the scenery, the action, the show, the performance, it's so diverse and so multifaceted and the images that were produced and the colors and the shapes and everything like that but where it's all coming from is it's all just light it's all coming from one light and light in its own way like when we just look at light as it is light is actually totally simple and totally without description at all and what made the light show into the light show is actually perhaps ironically enough not so much the light so much as the vessels into which the light was being projected so when we say like red light blue light green light those things light doesn't have color so you know, there's different ways to experiment with how to produce color and light. It's really all about re- the reflection of what the light is being reflected off of. What's the vessel which within which the light is being contained? Prisms work like this. Stained glass windows. All of this kind of stuff. And light, as we'll see, is a very big topic in Hasidus. Because as we'll see, light is a very good analogy, which can help us understand godliness and understand God's flow in this world. And one thing that comes up often in Chassidus is the contrast between two different types of influence and how God's influence is present here in this world. One is referred to as light, which in Hebrew is or, aleph, vav, resh. And the other is referred to as shafa, shin ein so which is better translated as like influence so it's not the time to really get too much into detail with both of these but I think it would be helpful to kind of give a brief definition in order to really appreciate what it is that we're going to be learning about today and appreciate the idea of light is to see what the what the difference is what's the difference between the influence that comes about through or and the difference that comes about through shefa? so when we think about shefa, a good way to really understand the type of influence by which shefa works is water So, if you take water and you pour it from a pitcher into a cup, so the water goes from the pitcher and now it is in the cup. And maybe the water can actually now also take on different colors and different shades, just like light can take on different colors and different shades. However, the difference between when you pour water from a pitcher into a cup versus if you were to take light and shine it from a light bulb into a cup is that. In the first example, namely in the example of the pitcher into the cup, the water no longer is in its source. The water is no longer in the pitcher. The water now is only found in that cup. Versus when we talk about the light, when the light is shining from the light bulb into the cup, the light is still very much present in the light bulb, even though it's really manifest now in the cup. It didn't lose its connection to the To its source to the light bulb in the same way that the water did so in chassidus the way this is explained is basically that like when there's an influence in terms of shafa then the influencer gets affected by what's happening there's a change in the influencer to that which is being when they go about influencing versus when we're talking about a type of influence that comes about by way of or by way of light there's no change in the influencer and while the influencer can influence in many different ways and in many different facets in its source the influence stays the same and this is why or is such an apt analogy for understanding god because as we've been studying in the past few episodes is exactly this point that while god may manifest himself in many different places here in this world in many through many different vehicles and many different channels ultimately god himself cannot be limited to any one of these things just like we said like the same thing like with the analogy of the soul the human soul that while the soul is present in the foot it's present in the brain it's present in the heart it's present in the hand it's not limited to any one of these things and it's equally found and it permeates all these things equally but yet just like the light it also has its own entity that is hidden within the body and it's it's not actually contained by the body at all nevertheless as we learned with the soul for example while the soul may be present equally in the entire body in terms of revelation in terms of the actual flow of influence it there is something about the brain by which we can say that the soul is a little bit more revealed there. And that this the, the brain serves as the literal nerve center for the entire body and from which the vitality of the entire body flows from. So this can help us understand what we're getting at is the question that we brought up a couple of episodes ago as to how it could be that while God is present everywhere in the world equally to an equal degree then how is it that there are some places that we call holy that some places we say that's where God dwells and so basically the ultra of is really giving us the the refined technicality of the definition here that it's not that god is more present in some places than others in fact god is equally present everywhere and he's equally hidden everywhere it's just that there are some places that we can say that god's influence just like the light is revealed a little bit more than it is in some other places so this is what we're going to be touching upon today and we're still in the middle of chapter 51 of luca for context And last time we concluded with the idea that God is equally hidden in all worlds, whether we're talking about the higher worlds or the lower worlds. So even the most spiritual of spiritual worlds, we can't say that God is more present there than he is in the lower realms. God is equally there in all areas and he's equally hidden and concealed in all of those worlds. So then, however, now this is where we begin today, is there is a difference, and, we, and we're clear about that. We obviously see that there is a difference between heaven and earth, between spirituality and physicality, right? So the ultra says that what is the difference between the supernal worlds and the lower worlds? The difference is in terms of the drawing down of this life force, that that the Ein Sof that the infinite one, blessed be He, meaning God, draws down and uh, and illuminates in a way of revelation out of concealment so in hebrew that term is and then in brackets here this the altar says that this is one of the reasons why the drawing down of this life force is called by the name of or by the name of light so just to explain that a little bit so uh so the the rest, so remember in the beginning in the intro we talked about the difference between the two different types of influences that there's the influence that can come about in a way of light of ore and then there's the influence that can come, come about in a way of shefa which we said is like more like water for example and we said that the difference between them really is one of the main differences is the fact that when the influence is coming about through light the source doesn't change the source stays the same versus when it's an influence that comes about through shefa the source changes because now the water is no Longer in the pitcher now. It's in the wa- now. It's in the cup, right? So in Hasidic talk, there we actually have terminology for this type of difference in revelation, and we say that the revelation that comes about with the water is a revelation that we call etzem vehit pashtut which literally means like there's the essence of the thing, and then it spreads forth. So it's like you have the water. And that water is spreading forth and it's like maybe we only spread forth some of that water maybe we only put a little bit of the water into the cup maybe we pour the water into a bunch of different cups so it's like spreading forth you're taking that that essence and we're spreading it out into different areas this is by contrast to light as we've been mentioning where it's not about that the light is there and then we're taking the light and we're spreading it around because if we were to do that then we'd only be able to put that light in a finite number of vessels because eventually the light would run out right just like the water yes you can pour it into a bunch of different cups but at some point or another you're going to run out of water and you're not going to be able to keep pouring it into cups yes you can continue to pour the water from those cups into other cups, but we're working with a finite amount of water versus when it comes to light, it doesn't have that same finitude. And the reason for that is because the influence, the way by which light influences the other is not in the same way. It's not by way of it's not by way of like the essence and then the spreading forth, but it actually is by way of it's the revelation of that which is concealed. Which a good way to understand this is again going back to that light show that we were talking about. So, again, when we see like blue light, you know, what does that mean? Does it mean that the actual light coming out is blue? No, light itself is devoid of color, light itself is is totally neutral and it's totally simple but what happens is there's a blueness there's a vessel of some sort i don't know all the technicalities of how this works but there's some kind of like reflective lens of some form or another that we call blue that we associate with blueness so that when the light shines forth it translates into looking like it's blue so it's revealing the hidden blueness and whatever it is Or like, let's say if you, uh, if we look at things on the ground and we see nature around us and we can see that because of the sunlight, the sunlight is now shining and, uh, and showing us the beautiful ground and nature around us. So that's, it's not giving, it's not giving it something that wasn't there to begin with. So it's not like the light is producing the plant life and the tree life and, the colors and all of those things it's merely just revealing that which was there and again the light itself doesn't lose anything of its own in the process so this is a really big topic in its own right but this is the ultra i brought it up here so i thought it was important to get into a little bit so now let's get back into the text so again just just again briefly to bring it back in is that we're talking about this because we're explaining how god this is how god operates and god's God's influence upon all of his worlds, whether it's the lower worlds or the higher worlds is in this way of light. It's not like the water where like it goes here and it doesn't go there and it can only be in one place at a time. It's more like light, which can be in many places at once. And it is just reve- it, it what it reveals is different, but the light itself is the same. And so this light comes down and what does the light do? The light is there and it vivifies all of the worlds and all of the creatures within the worlds. And when we talk about the higher worlds, the more supernal worlds, they receive this light in a way that's a little bit more revealed than the lower worlds. And each creature within these worlds receive it according to their nature and according to their ability and according to their makeup and according to the specific type of influence that is very specific and individual to them that God shines onto them. And the lower realms, by contrast, even those more spiritual lower realms receive this revelation but it's it's covered up in a lot of different vestments a lot of different clothing through which god what does he do with this clothing these vestments is he enclose his this vitality and the light that he shines down and radiates to these creatures in order to vivify them So that's the end of the section. So just to bring that full circle and kind of explain that a little bit more is like if you kind of picture like, let's say we want to talk about light again. And let's say we're picturing like stained glass, a stained glass window that has many different types of glass. Some of the glass is a little bit more opaque. Some of the glass is a little bit more translucent. And you shine one light through this glass. So it's the same light that's shining through the glass. And then let's say you're on the other side of the glass and you see the light coming through. You'll see the sunlight shining through. So it's one sunlight. And we're all aware that it's one sunlight. However, we'll also be aware of the fact that on some areas, like of the painting, let's say of the glass, the light will be coming out in more full force. And in other areas, the light will be coming out in less full force. In some areas, the light will be coming through in one color another area in a different color one will be reflecting a certain drawing another one will be reflecting another drawing so the light really serves to reveal the the picture that we're looking at in a way that it it reveals each part of the picture in its own way in in the way that's that's appropriate to it However, we're all aware of the fact that the light itself is exactly the same. It's just in terms of the revelation that's different. So again, going back to the analogy to, to that analog of what it is that we're trying to understand in terms of God's influence in all of the worlds. And it's again, it's, it's a reminder to us or it's, it's, something that the ultra is trying to to teach us that God's influence is exactly the same in all of the worlds, whether we're talking about the higher worlds, the lower worlds, we can't say that God is more present in the heavens than he is on earth. We can't say God is more in this world, more with this person than he is with that person. God is everywhere equally. What is true is that the revelation of this influence is different in different worlds, and each one according to its ability, according to its its capacity, according to what is appropriate for it. So that's it for today, and we'll continue along these lines tomorrow, and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzchak Ben Binyaminah Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana.